mindfulness mode. Feel it, and as you feel it, then it shifts, it releases. Reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness right here in Mindfulness Mode with me, your host and mindfulness life coach, Bruce Lankford. Mindful Tribe, I'm here with a very, very talented woman, and she's written a book all about health and and uh, learning to make your way in this world with uh, a healthy approach to life. And the book is called Your Healthy Success. And I'm very excited to, to talk to Nana. She's a connection through Majid, who has been on the show as well. So Nana Jakura, so good to have you here. Are you in mindfulness mode today, Nana? Oh, absolutely. Uh, so great to be here, Bruce. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it truly is. So what does mindfulness mean to you, Nana? Oh, great question. You know, for me, it's really about a moment-to-moment awareness just really being present well you, to you seem very present <laughs> you really do yeah. Uh-huh. yeah so so you've worked in healthcare for some time i know that you you uh, went to school for this and where did you go to school for healthcare and how did you get into this area of interest right so I went to the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine and I got my um, training there to become a naturopathic doctor, worked in the clinical setting for several years, working with the most amazing, amazing patients. And I found myself um, transitioning and shifting into the coaching consulting space because there was a moment where I had my back against the wall on a personal front and things were just not going well, you know, with my health and stress and relationship and finances, it was just all down the tubes. And um, I ended up getting mentored and uh, pulling myself out of that situation, dramatically shifting my life, turning around my business, doubling it twice, over a short period of time. And I felt like, oh my goodness, if I could do this for myself, I could help other people to do this. So since then, I actually, I'm, I'm no longer practicing as an ND anymore. And I've really just gone into um, the deep waters with the coaching and consulting side of things, really working with the power of the mind and helping people live out a, a version of success that is authentic and healthy. Nana, what's your most ideal coaching client? Oh, my most ideal coach, a coaching client. Yeah. Um, I love help. I really love helping other practitioners grow their practices, grow their businesses, um, practitioners who might have been doing the one-on-one thing for years and you know you kind of cap out at a certain level so helping those practitioners transition to going online transition to offering their gifts on a wider scale so whether it's higher end or group coaching so and I also work with uh, very young practitioners as well so I have the range right now Um, and then some people are not in health at all but they want to approach entrepreneurship in a healthy way. And so I love I love those clients as well. I see. And so I wanted to ask you about your book, Your Healthy Success. The, the subtitle is this, Live Your Purpose with Great Health 
and wealth. Mm -hmm. How empowering is that? Mm -hmm. So when did you learn to live your purpose? Oh my goodness. Uh, I was pregnant (laughs) uh, with my daughter and really on this mission to figure out what my purpose was. So I had um, gone through a lot of life changes and experiences. Uh, I I came from the music (laughs) industry, actually. I I used to be a songwriter and performer, and I just felt like um, I wanted to serve people in a more direct way because my mom had passed from cancer at quite a young age, at 54 for her, and as I was with her in the hospital, I could just feel and understand what it meant to be healthy, who the who the most effective doctors and nurses were. And it was such an interesting, uplifting experience. And I know people with, you know, dying loved ones in a hospital don't usually have an uplifting experience. So I just, it sparked within me something that, um, was pretty profound. And since that moment, I, I just was searching, I was like, I love music, but there's something deeper. I, I love helping people live vibrantly and in a healthy way. And if I could really facilitate that, I felt like, okay, well, I'd be living out my purpose. So I investigated all kinds of programs um, within the health and helping professions. And it really came down to naturopathic medicine. That was, I mean, I, I went to the college. I just felt like these are my people. Um, it was in harmony with with a lot of the values that I have in terms of really honoring and, and tapping into the healing power of nature that's within us and just all around us. And um, I, I, so I, I went back to school, got all my pre-med courses while I was pregnant had my daughter and once she was 12 months old, I had started my my training to become a, a naturopathic doctor. And since even from day one, I was really always interested in the mental emotional health aspect of things. So now with what I do with working with the power of the mind, it's just an even better, deeper fit. So I still have those, I still work with and live by those naturopathic principles, but in the context um, of getting to the deeper, deeper root cause, which is our mind. So I know your daughter is such an important part of your Mm -hmm. life. How old is she now? And tell me how your daughter has brought mindfulness closer to you in your life. Oh, that is such a good question, Bruce. Don't kids just (laughs) inspire that in every moment? They really do. Oh my goodness. In the greatest, like happiest times, like you know when you're walking down the beach or um when things are really challenging so she's 14 years old now and i feel so grateful um she 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 actually has this this part-time job now i can't believe that i (laughs) i have this daughter who is off to work right now um oh my gosh it is a moment to moment uh experience of just 
you know, understanding and seeing so clearly when I am present and mindful and when I'm not, it is such a good Mm -hmm. barometer of that. And um, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. I mean, she's, I would take her to a lot of training events with me and she was around a lot of great um, positive messages, you know, uh, growing up. And so I think she's got it in her and now I see her expressing her own, you know, unique identity and uh, it's, it's been so rich. That's, that's the word that I would describe it <laughs> to be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, such a great teaching experience. Well, I'm so interested how you've, how you've transitioned from health, which you still work in health a lot. I know you do, but also now to money and the money mindset. Mm-hmm. So how did you make that connection? Well, it, it goes back to that moment where that chapter of my life where I, I really had my back against the wall. I mean, I, uh, what was going on in my life was I was going through a separation and um so my daughter was young quite young at the time and i was looking at oh my goodness i've got uh two mortgages so the mortgage on my house and my office clinic um because i i felt like i didn't want to disrupt um where we were living and disrupt my business so whatever i could keep going the way it had been or even better I wanted to do that because my community our school neighborhood was really important to me to us and uh, so I assumed as one person instead of having two names on 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 those titles um I assumed it all and I thought well I'll just figure it out and I I simply wasn't figuring it out Bruce (laughs) it was so bad that I was living off of borrowed money to, you know, to pay for the groceries. And it was just thousands every month um, going downwards. And I just thought, I can't, I can't keep doing this. Like something has to change because I was panicked and stressed out of my mind um, for way too many, way too many months. And so I ended up reaching out, getting proper mentorship that I really took to heart and I learned how to implement a lot of the ideas that are in the book ideas that I share in my communities and my programs and 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 that's it really you know um so because I was able to raise myself out of a very dark place and I mean I I didn't have a backup plan you know some people have their parents they can go to I didn't have that um, there was no one who was going to come bail me out. So it was, I figure it out or bankruptcy. And that was not an option to, to do that. You know, it was one thing to, to kind of screw it up for myself, but I, I could not um, stomach the idea of bringing my daughter down with me. So I just mm-hmm. was, I mean, I was willing to work hard. I was waking up early, going to bed late, like just searching podcasts and books and um, YouTube videos and it just i was i was temporarily motivated but it wasn't a system it wasn't put together and it definitely wasn't mentorship so i and i think a lot of people can relate to this i've talked to so many people where they're like well these ideas sound amazing and it sounds good but why isn't it working for me right and that's what i was trying to do i was 
trying to do it by myself. So I made that major mistake. And people don't really shift at that deep subconscious paradigm mindset level on their own. And so I was missing the mentorship. I wasn't working with the system. And um, I didn't really have a supportive mental environment. You know, you sort of like get stuck in your own chatter and the noise that just like comes automatically. And um, it, it was not a good scene. So because I was able to raise myself out of that in a very trying time, I just feel like if I could give this gift to other people, and it really, it, it's so funny because it, it's not about the money, but we work with the symbol of that. You know, that's just how it's expressed or um, it could be expressed in relationship or great health. You know, it's just, it's just an expression of all that is. So uh, I love talking about money. I love helping people with an abundance mindset, you know, because I know the impact of what it can do for someone's life. You know, it could really take them from struggling to just being able to breathe to then being like just feeling free and thriving. So, uh, yeah, that's a little bit of, of my journey with it. Well, Nana, your website is nanajakura.com, Mindful Tribe. That's N-A-N-A-J-O-K-U-R-A, nanajakura.com. And as soon as I went there, who did I see? Bob Proctor. You and Bob Proctor. We're friends. How did you get connected <laughs> yeah. to Bob? And tell me about this, because uh, no wonder you, uh, no wonder you inspire people so much. No wonder you're so calm and so grounded yeah. and have so much to offer to the world. If you've had Bob as your mentor, when did that begin? Well, um, it it really. I mean, I was several months with my back against the wall. And I mean, he was my my mentor and continues to be um, a really important part of my life for sure. Um, and I am, I mean, I'm so grateful to him. Uh, yeah. And, and I know a lot of people get mentored by him and, and it's like, they're still like, okay, where were the results, you know? <laughs> Why isn't it happening for me? And it's it's really the implementation piece. It's so crucial. So it, it's it's I mean, it's fascinating because I I ended up watching The Secret um when my daughter, she was a baby, so she was born in 2006. Mm -hmm. So it would have been around 2007. And um so I watched it with a friend and didn't really do too much with it, you know, with that initial viewing. I think I watched it once or twice. So it's so fascinating to me that now, you know, I, I would really consider him a mentor and a friend. And, you know, I just was on a call with him the other day and uh, he wrote the foreword to my book. So that's a really interesting manifestation story, right? Like how do we manifest the money we want, the health we want, the relationships, Bob Proctor writing the foreword. Um, so he, he was actually encouraging me to write a book and, um, I, I worked with an amazing, uh, book mentor, Peggy McCall, who just, you know, helps people become bestsellers. So, uh, we did that and we were at his house 
um, after an event and just having, you know, just meal. And I was chatting with Peggy and she said, go ask Bob to write the forward for your book. And I was like, oh, you think he would? She said, go do it, go secure it right now. So I did, I just, I simply, I mean, I was in Bob's home, right? So I was already a guest and, um, and I was telling him about the book and I, I simply asked him and he said, sure, let me, let me look at, send me the book for, he didn't, he didn't just agree to it right away, but he said, send me the book first. And I sent him the book um, and he looked at it and, he, he wrote it. I mean, it was one of the most, you know, when I got it back, it just, to have your mentor and someone, I mean, he, he I, I, the first time I spoke to him on the phone, I mean, I couldn't believe I was speaking to him. I felt like, oh, I might as well be speaking with Oprah Winfrey. He had that level of celebrity in yes. my home, right? Um, yes. So for him to write the foreword and when I received it, I just, I mean, I was, I just was in tears because um, he's someone who, from the moment we really connected, I just felt like he really saw what I was doing and continues to, and just continues to encourage and support me in such a deep way. Um, it, it was just amazing. So it's so, uh, I share that story not so everyone can get a forward with, you know, for their book, because most people don't write books, but just as a manifestation story of you have an image and an idea in your mind of it could be the level of health that you want or the income or business, a thriving business that you want. And it, it has to first start as, a, as an idea in our mind and in our imagination. And everything's created twice, first, first here in our mind and then in manifested form. So it really, um, I mean, there, there's a lot of, steps and pieces in between as well and one of the major ingredients being persistence because it could really look like on the outside it is not working things are not turning out the way you want right um and and you just keep holding with that image and you just keep coming from that place with persistence and it it's by law. It's a universal law. You, it just, you know, you work with the law of assumption. So, yeah. Well, you have a Facebook group called Your Healthy Success mm -hmm. Facebook Group, and it's YHS Group on Facebook. Tell us about some of the dynamics that go on there and how that Facebook group has helped people and helped you mm -hmm. to connect with the world. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty special community. Um we accept most people who request to join. Um, we do like to make sure it's a good fit. And, um, you know, it, it's a, in a world where there's so much emphasis on what you don't prefer or maybe negative news or whatever it is, seeing challenges and problems, it's a space where you come in and you're able to share authentically who you are with the emphasis on what you do desire what you do want and then the tools for how to get you from where you are to where you want to go so I will often share trainings for our our community members there and it's really my service piece right like I just and, and 
my, my full on elite clients will come back to those trainings. We have guest members who keep coming back to those trainings and it's, um, it's amazing. I just spoke with someone who's been a guest member for a while now and, you know, she's just made that, that, uh, jump over into becoming a, a client and really going in deeper. Amazing. Yeah. I know how important my clients are to me mm. and it's, it's just amazing. Can you tell us a story about one of your clients where, you know, they've made a major transition in life as a result of the coaching and the mentoring you've been able to provide? Mm. Oh yeah. Oh, gosh, there's so many, uh, any particular themes? That, oh gosh. Well, just somebody you maybe know? that was experiencing anxiety yeah. or they, they just couldn't, yeah they didn't feel grounded or something like that. Yeah. I, yeah. There's a, there's a client of mine. We were just on a call recently with the group and um, you know, I love for people to share their wins and this person had been really committed from day one and really persistent as well. So what I really admire about her was that, she was really coachable and um, our first conversation together I mean she wanted to work with me but she just she just couldn't see how that would happen so we we kept talking and discussing and instead of focusing on why she couldn't do it we got her mind to focus on how she could do it and that is such a profound lesson for any one of us really like you know if we ever get caught up in oh why i can't oh the money's not there or i've got the kids or the time it's just oh i feel depleted in energy like any reason or excuse that comes up is going to take you away from your desired good and your goals so we just redirected her mind like again and again and so she's been steadily working with me in the in the material and, and implementing and so she just shared that she was following the steps <laughs> and you could just see it you could just see it in her face and energy i mean she would usually be smiling but this time she was like glowing like she was just popping up out from the screen glowing and just she shared that i i i enrolled new clients through me putting myself out there. And for her, I mean, she was the woman who was so terrified of doing a social media post, period, let alone a Facebook live, like a live video, right? And I remember talking to her saying, or she was like, well, oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do that, but later. And I was like, well, it's not about later. It's about just, you know, we can do something right now. And she said, well, you know, like, I, I just don't feel prepared to do this. But so I, we had a few back and forth, you know, conversation back and forth. And she did it. She just, she did it. She faced her fear. She did it. And she is such a natural. You know, this is what I find. I, you probably find this too, because you talk with so many people, Bruce. But the people who are maybe the shyest have so much to share. And we just, if we could just open them up and, you know, give them a little boost or a shot of, you know, extra confidence. And as they do it, they build up the confidence. It is amazing. So of course she hopped on and 
her, her very first video, people were super positive and responsive to, and she's just built it up and built it up. And, and, and it's led to, you know, what might seem simple for someone is not like, it's all relative. So for her going from zero, zero Facebook video lives to doing that, and then to a webinar, then to enrolling clients is huge. So I, I just feel so proud of her, you know, and I have amazing clients and like, one of my clients, he went from a couple hundred dollars a visit, you know, on a one-on-one practice to a high-end $26,000 client. Like, so, you know, that, that's a very, um, that's, that's a bit more of a glamorous story, right? Like that's pretty cool, but I just love the, the wins because with her and, and probably every one of us can relate to just whatever we're facing that we're avoiding or saying, oh, we're going to do that later or something that kind of scares us. And then when you do it, it just, it builds you up so much, you know? Yes, it absolutely mm-hmm. does. I want to ask you a question, Nana, about bullying, because I've worked in this field for a long time. Do you have a story about bullying where mindfulness would have made a difference? Mm, you know, the first story that um, I'm reminded of was this, I would have been how old? Maybe seven, eight? Young. So in elementary school, we were in the playground, there was a kid who just like, he was one of those troublemakers, right? Like he was just Mm -hmm. always um, picking on people and, and, and he threw a rock at me. Oh my God. And, um, and it, I don't even think it was really coming from a super malicious place. And it's so interesting because, um, I remember the teacher's reaction was actually stronger than mine, right? So, Mm -hmm. because I think in that moment, I could actually tell that um, he didn't really intend to hurt me. You know, it was sort of like an expression of trauma or hurts that he was going through. It's so interesting. That was the first example that popped into my mind so my teacher's reaction was stronger and you know she really I remember her scolding him and I don't really know anything about his upbringing or whatever happened or you know anything like that but I just I do like I I actually could I feel like I could cry about that a bit because I it's interesting isn't it that um at -hmm. such a young age like I I knew that it wasn't about me in that moment. It's so interesting. Yeah. That it really is interesting. That yeah. it just was him acting out whatever hurts, you know, that he was going through. Interesting. Yeah. Nana, as we move forward in the interview, I want to ask you five quick answer questions. Oh, yeah. So just, just 30 second answers are perfect. First one is this, who is one person who has been a powerful mindfulness influence in your life? My daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not surprised yeah. to hear that. How has mindfulness affected your emotions or how you deal with your emotions? Oh, I mean, being aware is everything, right? Like just connecting with what am I feeling? What's going on now? What are my thoughts? What's the pattern here? And what do I want it to be? How can I change it? Um, But just allowing for that first 
instead you know it's not like we want to sweep it under the rug just acknowledging it and then we have the power to shift it mm-hmm. let's talk about breathing what does breathing look like in your life and can you just tell us about maybe whether you have a, a breathing technique that you personally use or something like that mm, you know this is an area that i know I probably haven't even really scratched the surface of the depth of, because there's such a wide range of pranayama and other techniques. And so, you know what I find? Um, I love to cycle. (laughs) I love being on my bike in nature Um, and walking. We'll do this too, but I find cycling and dancing. I notice uh, I'm very expansive with it and really easy with my breathing and that's also when I feel really connected with nature and just being in my body and who I am. So um, then the effect of how I'm breathing does change, if that makes sense. So it's, it's not quite like going from the breathing to, and I know breathing can then affect shifts, but I find that the deeper connection that I feel will then affect everything from breathing to posture to the expressions on my face to my digestion. So how's that? (laughs) Yeah, that's great. And your book, Your Healthy Success is wonderful. Tell us, are there any other books that you would recommend that are related to mindfulness? Oh, you know, I would actually encourage people to be studying themselves. Had Mm -hmm. I had a mentor suggest that where you know, there's material that we can study, but really studying yourself, like noticing your behaviors. And then from there, you'll be able to pick up on, okay, what are my emotions? What's going on vibrationally? Hmm. And then noticing what the thought patterns and beliefs are, because so often it, it's just, uh, it's below the surface. We're not even catching it. So I would say, study the book of yourself. <laughs> Uh, that's that's such great advice. And and my last question is about an app. And I don't know whether the answer is the same, but are there any any apps at all that you would recommend that can help with mindfulness? Well, very interesting that you're asking about this because I am in um, the very early stages of developing one. Um, so oh. to to be, I I mean I don't even have a name for it at this point. Um, I would say get out in nature. <laughs> yeah. Is that, is that an app? It's, I mean, it's a beautiful, like just that is my, I mean, I've got to get out like at, at least for 10, 15 minutes every day, you know, even in, even in the cold Canadian weather. <laughs> that is like by far better than any book or app for me personally. So, And I sometimes say, especially in the cold Canadian weather, because I love the cold. I love, I love all seasons, but I go out every day and I run for an hour, mm-hmm. whether it's raining or snowing or a lot of snow on the ground, it doesn't matter. And I've come to just love it when it's minus 15 degrees Celsius, or it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily matter. I just notice the the wind, the breeze, the feel mm-hmm. on my skin. And it's a beautiful experience. And I don't, <clears throat> I don't think, oh my gosh, it's so uncomfortable or it's so miserable. Usually I don't think that anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah, it brings you right into the present moment. At least it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for me as well. So, Nana, I want to ask your words of wisdom if somebody is on the show listening right now, a Mindful Tribe listener who is thinking, oh, she seems so calm. She seems so adjusted, so grounded. What would your advice be to someone who is struggling, someone who would love to have the grounded qualities that you seem to have? Oh, that's a great question. I am not always like this. I am usually like this. That's true. Um, So I think the best thing would be to acknowledge just what is coming up. What triggered you? But not even that, just even go even deeper within yourself because it's not going to be something outside. That outside thing, it just happened to be the trigger. So just take notice and acknowledge and let yourself feel whatever you're feeling and not 10% or 50% of it, like as much as possible, 100% of it, feel it. And as you feel it, then it shifts, it releases. That's one of the universal laws, the perpetual law of transmutation of energy. So that emotion has to transmute and shift and change into something else. So you're creating a space to to actually direct the flow of energy once you allow it to release. And that's like, it's tough to do sometimes, but it feels great afterwards. And it might not even take as long as you think it might, you might be good after 10 minutes, you know, just the solid cry or the really whatever you're feeling. And then, then you can decide, well, how do I want to feel? So that's what I would recommend. And just every moment you can just, okay, what am I experiencing? Just being aware, just being aware, you know, allowing yourself to be the observer. Great advice. It's been such a pleasure talking to you and learning from you and, and just getting to know you. So thank you so much for being on the show, Nana. It's been, it's been wonderful. Oh, this has been my pleasure, Bruce. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And yeah, I'm so grateful to be able to share. Yeah, me too. All the best to you. Bye now. Bye. Hey, Mindful Tribe. Didn't you enjoy hearing this interview with Nana? I just thought it was so, it was just so great. She's so real and so personal. And, and uh, well, you can let me know what you thought of the episode. Email me, bruce at mindfulnessmode.com. I always love to hear from you. And uh, maybe you have some thoughts, some thoughts about our topic, some thoughts about a topic you'd like me to talk about in upcoming episodes. So it's so great to have you with us. And as always, I appreciate your reviews. I appreciate your likes. And I appreciate your emails. So just keep on enjoying the episodes they'll just be coming along twice a week just as they have been so just take what we learned today to reach new heights of calm focus and happiness stay in the mode